Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Well, good afternoon. I'm Michelle Lichty, and I'm here this afternoon with Brentley Jordan. Hey, good to see you, everybody. Good to see you, Brentley. Two weeks in a row for us. That's right. Um, yeah. So we're here this afternoon to discuss your sermon. Let me get my keyboard out of the way and get my notes in front of me. Your sermon from this past Sunday, uh, Worship Sacrificially, based yes. on Romans 12, 1 to 2. Mm-hmm. Now, these are verses that I memorized in high school. All right. So do you still have them memorized? Uh perhaps let's hear it (laughs) therefore in view of god's mercies off well okay i'm gonna butcher it i don't have it word for word that's all right in view of god's mercies offer your bodies as living sacrifices uh which is holy and pleasing to god oh yeah you get it which is your spiritual 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 act of worship worship, holy and pleasing pleasing to god and do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will know God, what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and mm-hmm. perfect will. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you got like 85%. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. We're not having reviewed those verses in a dozen years or so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. Um, these were, yeah, these are super important verses and yeah. i liked the way oh, that yeah. you said you know the therefore is there for a reason yeah yeah we have to look back at um roman the, you know the first 11 chapters of romans yeah which unpack these incredible mercies um mm-hmm. or i mean to use the language that i used uh a week ago or a week and a half ago is they unpack all these spiritual blessings so, right. so I love, you know, it, it was fun to preach the two weeks in a row where Ephesians was, you know, a few verses about spiritual blessings. And then Romans, the first 11 chapters are unpacking these spiritual blessings. Uh, so those yeah. similarity between those two fat passages was a lot of fun. Well, and that, I mean, it, and so then it's right. So then we're focused on God's goodness last week, you know, yep. the goodness of God, mm-hmm. all these spiritual yeah. blessings. So we're grateful. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and you started the sermon, like kind of talking about that, about last week's sermon and asking the question, how did I worship gratefully this past week? Yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, how did I? <laughs> yeah. It, it really put me on the spot. Like, I mean, hmm. I had to think about that. And then you talked about um, the big idea for this sermon, which was mm-hmm. our eyes on his mercies bring our lives to the altar. Yeah. Um, yeah, and really that's just taking it another step from last week. You know, mm-hmm. first our eyes on his blessings bring our uh, knees to the floor. Um, and then once our knees are to the floor, once we're looking at the Lord, um, we continue to look at his blessings. Then the next step is our eyes on his mercies um, bring our lives to the altar. So so first we kneel in worship, and then to continue in worship is to not just stay there kneeling, having conversation with the Lord, 
but to continue in worship is to offer our lives. It's it's to live mm. in worship, and and yeah. So the progression of those worked worked nicely, and the yeah. challenge in Romans is is a high and beautiful challenge that that worship is not an occasional transaction, but worship is your life lived out. 24 seven, 365. Yeah. yeah like it's exactly. not just 52 Sundays a year or yeah. mm -hmm. however many Sundays you actually end up at church. Yeah. Um, but it's, but it is all day, every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and then I, I liked the way you transitioned from the, you know, the blessings then we off the obvious response is to mm -hmm. offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And then the question is how, how do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. And then that was parts three and four of the sermon. Yeah. Um, how do I offer my body as a living sacrifice? One is to not be conformed by the pattern of this world. And I loved you brought your son Josiah up on stage. Yeah, I have a great picture of it. If I had it, if I had planned a little bit better, I would have had it so we could show it. Oh um, yeah, well it's you have a uh, you captured a great picture on the website now. Oh uh, right, the main yeah. the main page. It's it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it on the main page. <clears throat> yeah, um, and you got these three big men. Yeah, <laughs> standing uh -huh. behind nine year old Josiah, and yeah. and it's like you know you could just I can just imagine them putting their hands on him and pressing into him and yeah. this, I'm going to make you into who I want you to be. And yeah. then, and then you said, but do not be conformed. I, you know, and then the, the picture is of you lifting your arms up and Josiah is lifting his arms up like a, yeah. like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Well, and the idea was just to acknowledge that um, the it's uh, it's unrealistic for, for Josiah and his own strength not to conform to the pattern of these three adults pressing down upon him. It's unrealistic for us in our own strength to think, I, I can stand up to the, the pressing, the molding, the pressure of the world. I can stand up to that and resist all that. Um, and we think in a way that uh, verse, verse 2 is telling us to do that. Um, but it's, mm. it says next how, you know, it's, it's not that we in our own power can withstand the conforming pressure of the world, but it's mm. because of the Spirit's transforming power in us, that's the only way that we can resist the conforming power of the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and then, so Paul mentions it's, um, you know, so first of all, to be transformed, um, it it's not all about what I'm doing. There's a role God mm. plays that's very important in giving right. me His Spirit and then there's a role I play in renewing the renewing of my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and that's so that's why I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking uh, about today is just what what is it to renew our mind? If that's mm. our role in this this whole piece of being mm -hmm. able to um, uh, our role in being transformed, our role in being able to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. Mm -hmm. um, so the the three things that that came to mind just you know the way we transform our mind um i mean the big word i guess is listen mm, right listen to god through his word through his spirit and through his people and yeah so i'd love to unpack with that with with you a little bit just 
the idea of listening. Are we listening to God through his word, his spirit, and his people? And, and how do yeah. we do Yeah, yeah. I know um, one thing, you know, I, I'm, I, I mentioned earlier, I memorized these verses in high school, mm-hmm. which means I did that because my youth pastor said, we're going to memorize these verses in youth group mm-hmm. and we're going to go through them and we're going to go through them word by word and kind of really unpack them in an exegetic, however you say that word. Yeah. Ex- exegetical. Exegetical style. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think this is where we can get really caught up in our evangelical selves as like, it's all about the mind right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about the mind and we, and we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Well, that, that is true. Mm-hmm. And we can also, um, discount emotion mm-hmm. and say, it's, that's not important. What I feel isn't important. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is true. Like it's yeah. important that we don't make decisions based on our emotions. Yeah. But it is important, which is which is the message I got as a teenager. Yeah. And the message I received as a teenager that I implied from the teaching I received was that mo- emotions aren't important. And so yeah. you don't need to pay attention to how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I've spent most of my adult life trying to figure out what am I feeling? I mean, the big joke yeah. around here is, so how are you feeling today, Michelle? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I have to think about that for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but so so I just wanted to, before we go dive deeper into the renewing of our mind, I just yeah. wanted to say, as we're talking about this, please don't take it as uh, we're negating emotion. Yeah, as that's much good. As much uh, as what we think is the basis of what we do yeah and and the emotion is there as a good signpost yeah to tell us how what we're thinking what we're experiencing what we're feeling and then we can take that emotion and say god what how do you want me to manage this or deal with this or oh yeah interact with this yeah yeah i love thinking of i mean i think you just said emotions are signposts Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, I, I mean, I love that image that I'm, it, it, when I feel things, then I need to ask the question, okay, God, how do you, what do you want me to do with that feeling? I feel anger. I feel sad. I feel excited. What do you want me to do with that feeling? Um, and it's almost never um, shove it to the side, pretend it doesn't exist. There's mm-hmm. that feeling is telling us something and we can respond appropriately or inappropriately to that feeling. Um, mm-hmm. When I feel anger, I can I can respond by punching someone, um, or I can respond by saying, "Wow, I realize I am really this. My anger is telling me that I'm really passionate about something. What mm-hmm. should I do with this passion? Because in many cases, it might be right for me to be passionate about this thing. And mm-hmm. the question is, what I do with that." Um, mm. So yeah. I could go down this long or, tangent oh, about feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and we don't necessarily want to go there. But the other thing yeah. is that that anger reveals specifically is that for mm-hmm. me, at least, I realize mm-hmm. when I get angry, why am I angry? It's because I've allowed somebody to cross my boundaries mm-hmm. or I've or I have chosen not to say something that I needed to say. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm really more angry at myself, but I'm but I'm projecting it out. 
on somebody yeah. else. Yeah. So yeah, both those things are true. And I'm sure there's a hundred other things we could say about it. Oh, yeah. But we won't go down that road because yeah, we're talking true. about renewing our minds. That's true. Well, <laughs> and the reality is when we think about renewing our minds, it's it's deep enough to say we could say renewing our hearts, we could say it's mm. I mean the our heart, mind and and emotions, they're all very connected. Um, so, so there's a sense in which we want all of those to be renewed or informed by God's word, um, mm. by so so His word through the Bible, through His Spirit, and through His people. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, so all of those things can inform my um, my mind, my spirit, my emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that you yeah. know, the the three challenges that I really wanted to, to press. Um, is just thinking that, you know, how am I, how am I listening to God through his word, his spirit, and his people, and, and to get super practical, and mm. to say, um, you know, if, uh, I, as followers of Jesus, listening to him is, is to do those three things very frequently. If, you know, we need to be listening to God through his word every day, I mean, I don't mean checking the box and I don't want to be legalistic about it, but, mm -hmm. but if you're not listening to God through his word every day, then I don't know how you could be following him closely. If mm. you're not listening to God through his people, if you're not interacting with brothers and sisters in Christ and hearing what the spirit has to say um, through them to you, if you're not listening to that every day, I, I don't know that we're following Jesus closely. Um, mm. If, you know, listening to his word through his spirit, I mean, there's a beautiful thing as you, as you get acquainted with the word of God through the Bible, then you begin to recognize, okay, what, what is the heart of God? What does the voice of God sound like? What kinds of things does God say and encourage and challenge us with? So then when mm. I step away from scripture during the week, um, I, I begin to recognize the voice of the spirit because I've spent so much time in his word. So I recognize mm. when, when the Spirit is putting a thought in my head, um, I recognize that's from the Spirit because I've gotten to know God's words through Scripture. Mm -hmm. um, so there's so many times that we can be listening to the Spirit as we drive along the road, as we're having a conversation, we can be listening. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's part of renewing our mind, uh, mm -hmm. is listening to his spirit, his people, and, and his word, listening to God through his spirit, his people, and his word. Hmm. So I'll, I'll pause my yeah. monologue for a second and let you interact. <laughs> well, I yes, I agree that those three elements are incredibly important and cannot stand alone. Like there's mm -hmm. so many people who think, yeah, oh, I I know, I know. I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with Jesus and I'm in, I'm reading my Bible regularly and I'm listening to the Holy spirit, but I just don't like people. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, that's not biblical. Like, yeah. I mean, I get that you've been hurt and, and there needs to be some, you know, there needs to be some counseling. There's needs to be some bringing that to the Holy Spirit and asking him to transform you. And there needs to be some, you know, something, some process by which, and I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, 
Yeah. If you've been really, really hurt by people, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it can take years, a dozen years, 20 years, 30 years. Yeah. But God's still calling us into that, yeah. into, into, into interacting with having a spiritual friendship with at yeah. least one other believer yeah. and hopefully a small group of trusted believers um, and a community. Yeah. Yeah. And part of that, I mean, you know, we walk by faith. We, we have faith that um, when, uh, when we believe in the Lord, he puts his spirit in us. And part mm -hmm. of that faith is believing he does the same thing to others. So as I interact with you, I, I am believing that you have the spirit of God in you. And mm -hmm. so when I interact with you, there is something that the spirit of God in you can teach me or speak to me or encourage me. And mm, um, so right. we need to speak with brothers and sisters in Christ with the expectation that we can hear from the spirit in them. Yes. And I think if we, it just occurred to me, like we can't take any one of these things out of proportion, right? Sure. They yeah. all work together, <laughs> Yeah. Uh -huh. right? Because if we're only listening to God's people, yeah, then we can get out of whack or that's how cults form yeah. because mm -hmm. everybody's listening to the leader and they're not comparing it to the Holy, to, to scripture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're not, and they're saying, well, the Holy Spirit's definitely with the leader. Well, yeah. the Holy Spirit is within us. Good. Yes. And mm -hmm. so they're not trust. They're not They're They're it's out of balance. It's out of whack. And so yeah. we need all three to keep us on the right path you yeah. know scripture says you know do not depart from my word either to the left or to the right yeah and you know and so there can be um there can be uh heresies on both sides of oh, that sure. path yeah. and uh, you know whether you're going into a cult or whether you're like just going way out another direction um, yeah we need all three yeah and i think very practically speaking when i when when my mind is being renewed by listening to god through his word his spirit and his people um it's going to change my perspective um in on so many things that you know very practically speaking it changes my perspective on my circumstances mm. where i could look at <clears throat> all of the relatively bad things that happened to me last week. And I could, I could say, you know, my life is terrible. I could come to all these horrible conclusions. Mm. Um, uh, but if I look at my life through, um, through a different perspective that I think is a, a God-given perspective, um, you know, I could look at all the bad things and say my life is terrible. I could look at all the good things and say my life is fantastic. Um, or I could look at my circumstances from, from a godly perspective, and I think I'm going to have a much more nuanced view and, and the view God wants me to have of my life. Um, so, so renewing my mind impacts my perspective on circumstances. Um, mm. But it's, you know, it also, it, it impacts my, my longings. And the more I hear from the Lord, the more I listen to the Lord, that changes what my longings are what I desire mm. to do with my time, what I desire to do with my resources, what mm -hmm. I get excited about or what I get sad about. Mm -hmm. um, 
listening to the Lord impacts all of those longings. Um, and the, the third thing, you know, it, it, listening to the Lord, it impacts my direction. It, it impacts the decisions I make when, when I'm listening to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, so all of those things, as, as my mind is being renewed, you know, very practically, I see my circumstances differently, my longings change, I make different decisions. It's, mm-hmm. um, and all of that is putting me in a place to be offering my body as a living sacrifice. Hmm. Can you think of a specific time when this happened for you? I wish, so what's the this? So this, this, um, the Holy, you know, the, the kind of any, any two of those combinations. Yeah. Uh, you know, listening to the to God through His Word, through His Holy Spirit, or through His people, mm-hmm. um, changed your outlook on a circumstance, a longing, or I forget the third one. I didn't write it down. Oh yeah, decision. Decision. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So um, let's think. So I just finished up reading the book of Daniel in my um, personal devotions. So how did reading Daniel last week change my perspective on my circumstances? Um, and I'd say, uh, you know, last two weeks um, was, a, was a difficult week. We had some water damage uh, in, in a place in our house. Um, we, two people in our family were tested COVID positive. Um, so just things like that that just messed up our life. They weren't the circumstances we wanted. Um, and I, I read through Daniel and, and you think about Daniel as a young man is taken away from his home and is, um, you know, captured by an enemy nation, brought into this place. Um, and in the, midst of, in the midst of bad circumstances, God, um, Daniel had, makes some choices um, to, to follow Jesus. And, and Jesus does some pretty incredible things through Daniel. Um, so as I read that and... Um, that informs my perspective on my circumstances. Because then I say, rather than living in, ah, oh, you know, we have to pay all this money to, to fix this water damage, or um, how annoying it is for someone to have code and we have to wear masks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, all right, you know, this, this is not what I would have chosen. This is not what I like, but Lord, what, what do you, how can I make good choices in the midst of difficulty? And how might you want to use me? in the midst of difficulty, like Daniel made good choices and you used Daniel. Um, Mm. So that, I mean, just, just a brief, that reading Daniel each day last week, that was renewing my mind and it was changing the way that I viewed my circumstances and and the decisions I made. And, and God's word is beautiful and living and active in that way because it, it does, it matters. It, it renews our mind. It does. I have one. It's not quite so recent. Yeah, it was just, it was so impactful to me. So another Mm -hmm. um, verse, set of verses that I memorized in high school from Galatians, and I'm not going to get them hundred percent right, but it's like, um, do not be deceived. God cannot is, will not be mocked. You Mm -hmm. will reap whatever you sow. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you sow to the spirit, you will reap and you'd sow to the flesh, you will reap destruction. Yeah. So do not grow weary in doing good for in due time, you will reap a harvest. 
Okay, so this is Galatians six ish. So yeah, uh-huh. end of the book. I could point it out in my Bible, but um, oh yeah. So I memorized those verses again in high school, and I I realized since then like those have kind of become my life verses. Like that's kind of how mm. I've lived my life. So I'm in my house in Illinois. My children are probably I don't know three to eight. And um, it's exhausting. My husband's uh-huh. working every other weekend. He's on call every other weekend, working mm. every third night and working probably 80, 90 hours a week. I'm homeschooling. So wow. it's like, I'm just, I, yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm single parenting and I send all the kids outside to play and I'm exhausted. And it was a fight to get them outside. And mm. I turn around and my kitchen floor is awful like mm. i mean i probably haven't swept it for a week and when you've got yeah. that many kids in and out yeah. of the house in the summer and the food oh, yeah. and the crop i mean it was just awful yeah and I, re- I remember vividly going and getting the broom and sweeping the floor and thinking god i can't do this anymore mm. i can't mm. i'm exhausted i cannot yeah. do it anymore mm. because it never ends yeah. it never ends Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this in my mind, and all of a sudden, those verses come to mind. Oh, yeah. Do not grow weary in doing mm-hmm. good, for in due time you will reap a reward. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of like, okay, you see me. I just felt so seen in that moment yeah. by God through the Holy Spirit, bringing into my mind these verses I memorized in high school. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, again, like what you said, it changed my perspective on my circumstances, yeah, on my longings. Mm-hmm. And it made me, it just reinforced my desire. Like, this is, this is where God has me now. Yeah. My decision, like, you know, could, would it be easier for me to go back to work and put these kids in public school? Probably. I mean, in yeah. some ways, and in some mm-hmm. ways it would be harder, but like, it was just, okay. And this is what God has me. Yeah. I love it. And that's the gift. I mean, that's the gift of his presence. And that's where, you know, it's, yes, we have a role to play in being transformed by the renewing of our mind, but Holy mackerel, does God also have a role to play and that he's the one that redeems us through his spirit and he puts his spirit in us. So um, mm-hmm. so we we get to partner with God. We have his help his, in, in this act of being transformed. And there's, there's so much comfort and confidence in that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And I, I, and I'm sure we could each think of a time and I'm not going to ask you to do this because we oh, yeah. we need to wrap up, but yeah. we can each think of a time and maybe those of you in your, in our audience who are listening or who are watching online, if you could just comment on our blog or even on our Facebook page of a time when someone, you know, one of God's people had the word for you in the moment. Oh yeah. Oh right? yeah. I mean, I could probably pull up three or four times um, just if I thought about it for a minute. And I'm sure you could you could as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So just I recently. Would, yeah. yeah. I mean, one pops my have a conversation with a friend recently. The words he used was um, uh, surrender your preferences. 
And the Lord just took that, the Spirit used that, his words, um, and that really impacted some significant decisions I had to make over the next few days, is this mm. challenge to surrender my preferences to the Lord. And that was that was through a brother in Christ. And I, I love the Spirit working in that person and, um, and, and working through them to me. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So share your stories, yeah. please. I, I, we love to hear how God is working to renew our minds through his word, his Holy Spirit, and his people to change our outlook on our circumstances, to change our longings, and to change our decisions or transform, maybe I should say, transform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trans because, because renewing our mind that helps start that process of inner transformation. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, because it's only then that we can withstand the conforming pressure of the world and and we can then therefore live uh put live as offer our bodies as living sacrifices and we do that why because we do that in view of god's mercy it's out of response to his mercy that that we do that out of um loving response and his and his amazing spiritual blessings yeah yeah oh man I'm all excited now. <laughs> good. It's good stuff to get excited about. It is good stuff to get excited yeah. about. It leads us into worship. And that's what we're talking yes. about. I mean, it's, this is, I, I love that focus on this summer ser sermon series for us to be thinking about uh, our worship life. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, thank you, Brentley, for joining me yeah. today. I appreciate Thanks, Michelle. it. And thank you to our audience, whether you've watched us live or later on our blog or later um, on our podcast, listen to us on our, on our podcast. We're, we're, we do not take it for granted that you are participating with us in this discussion. So thank you. Thank you for yeah. taking that time. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah.